and running KCOU 88.1 FM to start your Sunday about a minute late. We didn't walk into the studio three minutes ago. That definitely didn't just happen. Harrison Vatnick alongside Jonathan Litskin on back on KCOU Airwaves. A couple weeks off. Today is Sunday, November 14th, 2021. Lady, how are we doing? We're doing well, Harrison. We're, do- we're doing well as always. Another wild slate of college football. Not too many crazy upsets. We had, you know, one top 10 team, I think, lose yesterday. That was the Oklahoma Sooners. We'll get to them in a second. The top five basically stayed intact. First time in probably three or four weeks that we haven't had a kind of a top five major upset, you say? Yeah, it's been. Yesterday was actually relatively normal com- compared to, to the rest of the season, I'd say. Yeah, uh, let's start with Baylor, I'd say. Baylor, if you go back to 2019, kind of, this is when Matt Rule, the current Carolina Panthers head coach, was the Baylor head coach, and they had their shot twice to beat Oklahoma and kind of go to the college football playoff. They had them at home, they're down, they were, Baylor was up 25 points, blew it. Then they had a chance in the Big Ten Championship, had a, or Big 12 Championship, had a touchdown lead, uh, let Oklahoma kind of sneak back in it. Dave Miranda came over from LSU. I believe he was previously out before he went to Baylor. Yeah, he was the D.C. at LSU. The D.C. at LSU, the team that won the national championship, went over to Baylor. Last year was kind of a rebuilding year. They were not really in contention. This year, kind of out of nowhere, I don't think anyone expected them to be this good. A convincing performance yesterday at home against the Oklahoma Sooners to basically knock Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley out of the playoff for the second straight year. This will now be five straight years with Oklahoma as Lincoln Riley is our head coach, that the Sooners will not have won a playoff game. Three trips to the playoff, three consecutive trips with them to a loss in the semifinal of Georgia in overtime, a getting blown out by Alabama at the Orange Bowl. I wouldn't really say blowout, but never really had control of that game. Then get absolutely blown out by LSU in the Peach Bowl. They won last year in the uh, Cotton Bowl against a decimated Florida team. And it'll be another year that the Oklahoma Sooners will not be winning a playoff game unless... Some other crazy stuff happens, and they have one lost Big 12 champion, which I kind of wouldn't count out yet, but it's it's not looking great for them. Caleb Williams, or quarterback, had in a stud this year. He got injured. Uh, Spencer Rattler, like, like the Spencer Rattler we saw all year. Lady, what happened to Oklahoma? Their offensive line's terrible, and, and they finally like got exposed for it. Because like, if you look at it, you can spin it any way, but Oklahoma hadn't played a top three team in their conference yet this year until yesterday and you know they finally get a Baylor team that's really well coached defensively has a good pass rush and their offensive line finally got exposed for what it is which is really really bad they they changed quarterbacks twice and it it never really felt like Oklahoma was going to win that game Baylor was in control the entire way Gary Bohannon ran for 107 yards so they could not contain him Baylor ran for 296 as a team. Oklahoma's pass defense was pretty good, but they couldn't stop the run and they couldn't move the ball offensively. Well, the thing, the difference between Baylor and a lot of these Big 12 teams is that Baylor had one of the better scoring defenses in all of college football, not just the Big 12. They were, I think, 28th in the nation in points allowed. Kind of a different style of Big 12. Very similar to Oklahoma State, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yeah, I think that Oklahoma just didn't have enough guys... Baylor was dominating from the from the front. They were putting a lot of pressure on Williams and Rattler when they came in. They had a, two interceptions, I believe. Rat, Williams threw two picks. One of them was awful. A one of the worst passes I've seen him throw in a while. It just it wasn't working out for Baylor, and or it wasn't working out for Oklahoma. It was. And is it safe to say yet that 
you know, Lincoln Riley's kind of been a disappointment the last five years? I wouldn't say disappointment, but I would say, like, there is expectations to win a playoff game there. And, you, you know, they play in, in – they probably have the fourth easiest – path or the, like, fourth most difficult path, right, of any major conference because, like – they never have to play Clemson. They never have to play Alabama. They never have to play in the Big Ten. So, like, they're always the best team in that conference, especially with how Texas has been. And, you know, they just haven't gotten it done. And that, that's going to need to happen eventually. Because, Harry, Harry, this was my preseason national champion. Yeah. This was supposed to be their team. Their def- defense was supposed to be unbelievable. And their defense hasn't been the issue. No, it's been their offense. Other than the Texas game, I can't think of a time the defense has been bad. Their offensive line has been the main issue, and you would think that with the offensive line Lincoln Riley has, that they could scheme around that, but they just haven't been able to at all. With Baylor, the other side of it, we'll give them credit for their huge win. Is this going to be like one of the top programs in college football? Is this a program that like maybe Dave Miranda is going to leave for a bigger job, and you know they have to keep throwing through coaches because we saw what Matt Rule did there. He's now a head coach in the NFL. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these major programs like USC or if the Florida job opens up or another job like that, someone wants to go after Dave Miranda. It doesn't feel like an NFL program would hire or NFL team would hire Miranda though, because like not an NFL team, but what a bigger college football team. Maybe like, but if you look at like what Matt Rule did there, like. He was what one eleven his first year there. Yeah. Then he went seven and six his second year. He won that crazy bowl game. I think in the Texas Bowl against Vanderbilt. Yeah. And then, um, and then he w- goes and plays at a New Year's Six the next year and loses one regular season game. I think Baylor is a good program. This is a program that had an argument to be in a playoff spot twice in the the last what two, two, six years. So they've been in in the argument for the playoff, like really like more times than Michigan has yeah. in the in the playoff era. Well, this is now two times, and I don't think they're out. They are they're probably out, but I'm not ready to eliminate them because you gave me a scenario earlier. We'll get into some playoff scenarios at some point in the show. Yeah, I don't think a two loss conference champion from the Big Twelve at least gets in, but a Big Twelve championship for them, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. You know, Bowl? Oklahoma State is a completely different story. Let's go to Oklahoma State. This is a team that can make the playoff. The, okay, I was thinking about this. And, and what what scenario do you see where they don't beat Oklahoma twice? Oklahoma's problem is their offensive line, and Oklahoma State has a major mismatch against them. Oklahoma there. State has the best or second-best defense in the Big 12 next to Baylor. They have a veteran quarterback. They have a solid running attack and good receivers. They already beat this Baylor team, too. Like, yeah. Badly. I've, guess the line Oklahoma Oklahoma State in two weeks. Games at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's a three and a half point favorite. I, I was thinking a little more than that, four, four and a half, but uh, you're right on with that. Mm-hmm. They're going to put pressure on either Williams or Rattler. Oh, and I have no reason to believe that Oklahoma's going to win that game. Yeah, I don't think Oklahoma State's out of it yet. You can't really tell me that there are nine teams in the country right now that are better than Oklahoma State. They lost the trap game to Iowa State. That was it. Mm-hmm. The the game we've that, been, the game we've been talking about all year. That was it. And you know, like. Oregon loses again. Michigan State and Michigan lose to Ohio State. Um, Cincinnati loses. Bama loses the SEC championship. The, the dominoes could start to fall. And the, the two teams that are kind of like, kind of being like, un, like, kind of like flying under the radar right now are Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Yeah, well, Notre Dame had a. Was Notre Dame? They were off yesterday, right? 
No, they beat Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brendan Armstrong didn't, didn't play. They blew him yeah, out. Yeah, I for, didn't even realize like it was happening last night. Uh, you want to knock out some of these Big Ten teams? Yeah. Let's start with Ohio State. They are hitting their stride offensively. Best team in the conference right now. But their defensive issues have not changed since the 10th of September. When yeah. They got blown out by Purdue. I'd, I'd argue. Or, blown out, or they lost to Oregon. With that. I'd argue their, def- I argue their defensive problems started the week before against Minnesota. Yeah. But... And that's when uh, Muhammad Ibrahim uh, tore his Achilles. Yeah, I mean, I think Michigan State hangs around with them next week. I don't think they win, but you Why know, not? Mich- Michigan uh, they could. Michigan State's won won in that building before. I I, I don't think they will, but I, I think they hang I around, make it interesting. Do it. I, I don't think th- this is weird because like because then I I feel like Michigan can beat them too, but I, I and I don't think either will. I think Ohio State goes to the Big Ten championship, but it's interesting. They, they've had. A really difficult schedule the last couple weeks that they've had to get through. And, you know, Purdue's defense, terrible. So they, they exposed that yesterday. But th- that's not going to be the same with Michigan State and Michigan. I think Michigan State has a game plan to do it. I think with Walker, I think that if they establish a run game. Michigan State has to, can beat them receivers. the same way Oregon did. Yeah, and that's, if, there's a, if you were to pick a team in college football, any team in the sport to do that game plan, why wouldn't you pick Michigan State? Right, right. I, that's where I would roll with uh, Purdue. They were a fun story. They had a couple upsets. They they had no chance yesterday. Still getting a decent bowl game, I think. Yeah, like Outback Bowl, maybe mm-hmm. that'd be good for Jeff Brown. Hopefully, they don't get blown out by Auburn this time. But he's a good coach. Yeah, he'll get a bigger job eventually. When though, there were rumors of him in the Louisville job a couple years ago. Yeah, and honestly, like he wanted to stay. It was kind of smart that he turned that down. Looking at what Louisville what's happened in Louisville. Did they lose to Syracuse yesterday? No, they blew him out. Okay, but you know, you know, Satterfield is. No, not done much there. Uh, Michigan State, nice win against Maryland at home. Uh, Kenneth Walker, 143 on the ground, two touchdowns. I think he's still the Heisman favorite right now. I think even with a close loss next week and a good game from him, he, he still wins it. I, I, I'm starting to talk myself into picking Michigan State next week. I'd advise against that. Well, almost what the line looks like, but I mm, seven and a half Ohio State or more. Michigan State clinches the Big Ten East next week if they win, right? Yeah. No, they don't. They have one conference loss to Purdue. If Ohio State... Ohio State would have one conference loss. Michigan okay, State still no, has to play Penn State yeah, the final week of yeah, the season. No, they wouldn't clinch it. Ohio State's loss is they, They'd be in the driver's seat, but they wouldn't... But it wouldn't shock... The way this cultural season has gone, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost that game uh, to Penn State after beating Ohio I, State. I would And then Michigan beat Ohio State in to, like, crazy to, stuff. To, to be fair, like... We all like made fun of the playoff committee last week, and like rightfully so for putting Michigan ahead of Michigan State. But like, I kind of still think Michigan's better than them. Like, they, I think I agree. With Michigan you. State deserves to be ranked ahead of them. I agree with you. Michigan them, State but. has. I don't. I don't like that word "deserve," but Michigan <laughs> State beat Michigan, and that's all that matters. Michigan State beat them. That's the only thing that should matter. Speaking of Michigan, uh, winning against Penn State yesterday. Two big takeaways from this game. The first one, I'll start with the Michigan side. That is not a game that Jim Harbaugh has won in the last. I don't know. Five years. That is the game they never win. Down, they were up 14-3. They blew it. Tie game, strip stack on McNamara. Penn State with five minutes left, kicks the field goal to take the lead. They march right down the field. All, all had the, the big touchdown catch mm-hmm. uh, to go win the game. And then they got a stop and clinch, clinched it uh, running out the ball with Haskins. But that is not a game they won. And the other takeaway is this stuff never changes with James Franklin. Like, this stuff never changes. He doesn't adjust. Every game is the same for this team, especially in close games. It, they all look the same. It's They don't make the adjustments, and they blow games. I told you in the car out on the way here, if I was USC, I'd think twice about offering him that job. 
It's it doesn't change. They're six and four right now. I have no idea how they should be like four and six right now. There's a couple of games like there's no reason they should have won the Auburn game. You could, but you could. If also- Auburn wins that game, the season's so different for them. They would have been a playoff contender. I mean, and that doesn't change the fact they lost to Will Rogers yesterday. But I mean, you could also argue that like what like they should have beaten Iowa. Like if Clifford didn't get hurt, they should have beaten Illinois. Like we could also spin this as this team should be eight and two. Yep. Like. It's very, it's very possible, but you know, I still think Michigan's really good. Blake Corum didn't even play yesterday; it didn't matter. And so, Cade was excellent once, once again. He he keeps proving me wrong every single week. I didn't like him, and he's played. You wanted Mark Carthy, and he's the reason Michigan has a loss. And I don't think if Michigan didn't lose to Michigan State, they'd be the number two team in the country right now. And no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. And right, go on. You know, this team like. I think if they scheme right, they can beat Ohio State. I don't, I'm not saying they, they're going to. I agree. But I know what you're saying. Like, Ohio, like this Michigan team, like, they, they're good against the pass. And, like, Clifford was 23 of 43 yesterday. He had a QBR of 44.7. Like, but who's coming in next year to start? I don't think Penn State's going to be very good next year. They have year. a five-star coming in, I think. So they're going to have a true freshman? In the Big Ten? I, I could be wrong about that. I, I know they have a good recruit coming in. I don't know if he's a five-star or four-star. I forget his name. I saw um, someone, my friend Matthew Levine uh, tweet something about it last night because mm-hmm. he was furious at both Franklin and Clifford. I I don't know. It's Let's move to the SEC. Georgia, big win yesterday against Tennessee. I thought that was a tough challenge for Georgia. They covered the spread. They gave up their season hind points in 17. Tennessee had a great game plan. Tennessee's, yeah, Tennessee's offense is good, Josh too. Heupel is going to win SEC Coach of the Year if they win the next two games. I know they have Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't know how you don't give it to Kirby. No, but I, Kirby's already won it. That's not, that's not the award. I'll tell you who won't win it, Dan Mullen. Man, that guy might, that guy might not have a job. And I, he should have a job. I, I, I agree with you. And like name, name every coach with multiple New Year's Six wins. There's five of them. Of active coaches, yes. I think there's five. Yeah. Uh, let's... Go to Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Ole Miss went help Bama's resume. Uh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Corral's I mean, the first pick in the draft, also. First quarterback, Corral. First quarterback yeah, take. yeah. I mean, I, if the Lions don't take a quarterback, I don't really know what they're doing. But well, I don't think golf's in the issue. There's deeper issues than that, but I don't think golf's. In the I mean, issue. like I think about taking Thibodeau. He's the best player. A player I, I, on this draft. The Lions should take Thibodeau if they have the first pick, and, then, and then let Corral fall to whoever. Yeah, you know, Ole Miss is probably going to be, what, the number 11, 12 team in the country next week? They play Vanderbilt next week at home, and then they go to Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night. <laughs> and I don't know if Ole Miss can win that game. Trying to watch that game at the Thanksgiving dinner table will be a, a battle for me. Yeah, sneaking your phone to the table to try to watch <laughs> Bagful. number 9 Ole Miss versus unranked Mississippi State. <laughs> I, th- I think I texted you, like, right after the first playoff rankings came out, and Mississippi State was at number 17. Like, I texted you something along the lines of, like, I can't remember the last time I was excited to watch the Egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl was really good a couple years ago when Elijah Mitchell, like, scored a touchdown and then got the taunting penalty and they missed the extra point to go tie the game. That, that was Elijah Mitchell? Not Elijah Mitchell. Osiris uh, Mitchell, uh, no, I think. No, no, it was, it was Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking my fantasy team so much, Elijah Mitchell, starting today. Well, I was thinking of the former Mississippi State receiver, Osiris Mitchell. Well, that was, it was Ole Miss who missed the extra point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Lane Kiffin, man. Love that guy. <laughs> You're not as big on Lane as I am. Oh, I guess Liddy's cough is back. Um, no, actually. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Oklahoma State scored 63 points yeah, yesterday. 63 I never saw the final. I knew they blew him out. Yeah, I had the money line. Cow. Was, I had the money line. It was, it was over five minutes in. Is TCU 
team beat Baylor last week. O- and Oklahoma State has given up six points in the last two games against solid teams. But they're not playing Mickey Mouse Texas Southeastern. Or they're not playing Starbucks and Walgreens. <laughs> um, well, God, we were talking about the SEC. Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. Kevin. Um, I didn't like him going on college game day yesterday. Okay. It was I, PR. It was. And I, I think he cares more about PR than he does winning a national championship. Well, you know what they did yesterday? They beat the number... Were they 11 team in the country? Yeah. Ole Miss, A&M. A team we both, we both picked Texas A&M. Ole Miss, A&M, Auburn have all beaten each other at home this year. Last <laughs> thing before we go to our, our little game, uh, Notre Dame moving in the right direction. Yeah, I don't think they're out of it yet. But, like, you've said, you've said okay, here, I, this thought just popped in my head. Let's hear it. Or, Oregon, Ohio State, right? They ranked the team with head-to-head over. over they, they ranked the team with, with the win and head-to-head higher. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan State, they ranked the team with the head-to-head win lower. Auburn, Penn State, they had Auburn at um, 17, Penn State unranked. Well, is, the same record. Is the re- like, could there be a reason they're like, is there's a discrepancy right now because they want Notre Dame to like be able to get in yes. over Cincinnati? Yes. When Cincinnati loses SMU or Houston, that's where it's going to come into play. Because like, if Oregon's out of Ohio State, your first thought is they can't justify putting Notre Dame over Cincinnati. But now that you've done this with Michigan, Michigan State... You haven't really set a precedent, then. I agree. You you leave it up up in yeah, the air to go either way. I, and I don't hate that from the committee. They're leaving it open. They're we not, we know they're not committing to something. We know the committee values when values later in the season. We we know that playing well now matters more than it does playing well week two, yep. right? Notre Dame right now is playing much better football than Cincinnati, and that's not up for debate. Yeah, well, I don't think any team in the top twenty-five is playing worse football than Cincinnati. Any of the teams in the top ten, I should say. Of the top ten teams, who's played the worst football in the last month? It is Cincinnati, Cincinnati. and there's not a debate. Cincinnati. They, like, they haven't co- – I hate going to this line, but they haven't covered a spread in a month. But, like, if you didn't want them to be in the playoff so badly, like, you, like, had the opportunity to rank them at, like, 11 or 12 to, to start the playoff yeah, rankings. It's like you did with UCF. They earned, they earned it. They, they won at Notre Dame. They, that's their big win. It's the third best win in college football this year. So is that going to, like, matter at the end of the season? It just depends how they finish it off. It depends what they do against SMU next week. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for that line to come out. I really hope SMU. I, I think it's going to be a touchdown game. I, I really do. And this is not a very good SMU team. No, it's Who not. Did, SMU beat someone yesterday. They, did, they, did they win? Yeah, SMU won yesterday. They were in a close game. I know that. Um, they beat. They beat. Oh, they, they beat, beat UCF. Yeah, they blew UCF them out. by 17. It was close in the first half. I want to see. First what, quarter. I want to see what SMU's done. I know they lost the wild game to Houston. They lost to Memphis by three. They beat Navy by seven. Bad Memphis team this year. Uh, yeah, this is this isn't uh, their best team. Houston won thirty-seven eight yesterday over Temple. Will they be ranked this week? I have no idea what the committee's doing. They don't think Houston. They, sh- the top. they should be. I mean, uh, let's but, listen. I, I I love that with, like the the UTSA story, but Houston would be a two touchdown favorite. Let's against quickly UTSA. do top ten before we get to the game. Oh, uh, give yeah. me yours. I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, you, if you want to go first, okay, you can. I'm first. pulling mine up. Number one in the country, Georgia Bulldogs still. Nothing's changed with that. Alabama, number two. Ole Miss's resume boosts them up a little. I still have them there. Three, Oregon. They beat Ohio State. Four, Ohio State. They lost to Oregon. Outside looking in, Michigan State, five. Michigan, six. Cincinnati, seven. Oklahoma State, eight. Notre Dame, nine. Ole Miss, ten. All right. So mine is one, Georgia, two, Oregon. That didn't change from last week. Um, Ohio State, I moved up to three ahead of Cincinnati. Okay. I, I feel like. The way they played yesterday, you can't really justify yeah, keeping Cincinnati ahead of them. Cincinnati four. I kept Alabama at five. Yeah. Um, 
obviously, like, that doesn't really matter if they beat Georgia. They're in six, Michigan State, seven, Michigan. I did want to keep that precedent, the head-to-head, when 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 it's applicable is more important than anything. Eight, Notre Dame, nine, Oklahoma State. After that number nine spot, it's really, like, that's where, like, the contenders are are, are out. And ba- Baylor, I have So you have Baylor 10 and not Ole Miss to help kind of boost your narrative a little. Because if you have Bama... At five, Ole Miss at ten doesn't make sense. I mean, like Ole Miss is like top 10 right on the cusp of the top yeah. ten, but like, and like if they finish the season nine, nine and three, I, I can't imagine they aren't in the top ten to end the season. But like, I think Baylor, like what they've, like Baylor beat a team that was nine and zero yesterday. Yeah, and I don't think that could be like not talked about. All right, let's get into a little game that I came up with this morning. We are basically going to make the argument for. Playoff teams. Okay. It's going to be one of those things where I'm going to present Lydia a team, present Lydia basically a court case. He's going to explain to me why that team should make the playoff. Basically pleading their case to the committee, I will try to counter it. Are we alternating on this? We'll alternate. You, I'll, I'll give you a team first. You give it back to me. You want you, you want to go first? I'll, I will tell you the team. You make your argument okay. first. Okay. Let's get a little background music for this. I think you'll enjoy this. Liddy, your team. Make the case for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Okay, I knew you were going to start with this one. Yeah, I was not taking this one. Uh, first of all, they have the third best win, I think, of the regular season. That's winning at Notre Dame, who's now, uh, what, 9-1? and one, one, one loss team ranked number eight in the country. Um, I know they haven't played all that well late, but you can't just ignore what they have do- what they did early in the season. They, ske- they scheduled up. They've, did every- they've done everything they asked of them, and... I, I think because of that Notre Dame win, they deserve to be in this com- conversation. That's where I'd argue it. Who is Cincinnati's second best win? Um, geez, you, you got me on that one. Probably UCF, right? Like, what's UCF's record right now? Because Indiana's terrible. Indiana is not sniffing a bowl game. Central Florida is currently the fifth best team in the American. Hmm. They are six and four. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati has avoided the, the, the their second and third best wins. If you're still looking ahead at the them. standings right now in the American. They have not beaten the number one team, which is Houston, because Houston has the best record in the American. They play number two next week, or number, number three next, three next week. next week. They have not played number four. And they play East Carolina still, I think, who, uh, who's a top four yeah, team. East Carolina's number four. They play, they don't play. Oh, they play the last game of the year at yeah. East Carolina on a Friday night. Ooh. Oh, boy, the Pirates. Um, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, no, so they're best. But what about close games against Navy and didn't blow out Tulane, a goal line stand against Tulsa, and a first half struggle against South Florida. Here's the thing: I think if they and Indiana also they need a big comeback. I, I to think beat if that they team. look good against SMU, East Carolina, and Houston, everyone forgets about that. But I mean, saying they're saying that right right now deserve a playoff spot could be a little far fetched. But you know they have that Notre Dame win, which I think is better than most of the contenders have in terms of wins. I'd argue that them beating Notre Dame at Notre Dame by double digits is better than Michigan State beating Michigan. So, All right. Give me a team. Um, make the case for the Michigan State Spartans. Okay. Michigan State has the third or fourth best win in college football this year. They have beaten the playoff committees number six team in the country, and they did it by coming back from double digits twice, down 13 nothing, and then down 30-14. to 14. Double digits down twice in that game, came back and won. They show they have resiliency. Uh, non-conference, they won at Miami. It's a difficult non-conference team. Miami's one of the seven, one of the best, better half teams in the ACC. I know they blew a lead last year day to Florida State, which we're not going to talk about. But they, you know, they have wins against Nebraska. They, I know they lost to Purdue, but Purdue's a top 25 team. 
Michigan State, they have a chance to do it. They go to Columbus next week. I think a win puts them in. And then they'd have another win against Penn State. Mel Tucker, they weren't even supposed to be good this year. They have that win against Michigan. They have been very good in the Big Ten. They're playing nine conference games. I think that has to matter for something. They're not playing, you know, Walgreens and Starbucks. Like yeah, they're, no. They're playing these real squads. So that's my case for Michigan State. I hate that the SEC and ACC still play eight games. That's it's State an State. unfair advantage. Yep. All right, you ready? Yeah. Make the case. You're going you're gonna to be mad at me for this one. For the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, it's it's very simple. They probably have the best offense in the country right now, and I don't know if that's up for debate. You know, the, the, the best part of their schedule is still ahead of them. They're going to have three consecutive weeks against what I would argue is three top 12 teams in the country right now. I think the way Wisconsin's playing, at least. You, you know, they... Didn't look all that impressive against Penn State. They didn't look all that impressive against Nebraska, but they looked impressive against the giant killer in Purdue yesterday. That Oregon loss has kind of been thrown out the window. It was a lot of people think right now that Ohio State plays Oregon again. Ohio State wins. I would personally disagree with that, but you know, I, but, I, I agree that Oregon would win that game again. Um, but you know, it's it's hard to argue against the number one offense in the country. Do you remember in like 2017, 2018, 2019? Why people discredited Oklahoma when making their playoff case? Their defense was so bad. Why are we doing that at Ohio State? Because they're Ohio State, and, they, and they've won playoff games. 31 points to Purdue, 24 to Penn State, 20 to Tulsa, 35 to Oregon, 31 to Minnesota. Ohio, Ohio State. Steven, and then the rest of the teams they've played are bad teams. Teams that aren't going to bowl games. Ohio State kind of gets their, their rep because... Because they won a national championship and they in the, the playoff two, era. They play the two better offenses in the Big Ten, in Michigan State and Michigan. Yeah, you know, this is going to be a really tough three-game stretch for them. I actually argued with you that, with you that this morning that Wisconsin could potentially be the best team in this conference yeah. right now. I, I'm not sure that that's the, the case, but in all likelihood, Wisconsin's going to finish 9-3 and three and, and playing like one of the best teams in the country right now. Yeah, all right, Lady, give me one. Make the case for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama has a win against one of the 10 best teams in the country, and they didn't just win that game. We talk about, when we go through their best wins in college football, we talk about Texas A&M's win against Bama. We talk about Oregon's win against Ohio State. We talk about Cincinnati's win at Notre Dame. Um, which, are there any major ones I'm forgetting? Are those, those are the top ones. Michigan, mm-hmm. Michigan State. Yeah. Do you know the difference between Bama's and all their wins? Bama rocked their team. Bama blew out Ole Miss. They won... 42-21, but the score was 42-7 at one point. The score was 42-7 in the early fourth quarter. That game was a route, never close. They dominated from the first snap of the game. They have a loss at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is one of the 20 best teams in the country. Non-conference win against Miami. They won at Florida. That's their only kind of notch is where they edged Florida. They blew out Mississippi State, who has beaten Auburn. They have beaten Texas A&M. I think those are the only two big wins, right? Does Mississippi State have another crazy wins? Just those two? No. Okay. Blue out Tennessee, who kind of kept the cl- – they beat Tennessee by more than Georgia beat Tennessee, if that's the case. Uh, close game with LSU, I understand that. They've had close games with bad teams, but they've also blown out some pretty good teams. And they still got two more top 25 teams, Arkansas and Auburn. I think they'll win both. I and, then, and then it comes down to Georgia. If they beat Georgia, they're in. But also, if they lose to Georgia and things fall the right way – Maybe lose a field goal loss to Georgia, they're not out of it. And especially with wins against Auburn, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. All right. You got any more? Liddy, make the case 
for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Okay, this one's tough. Um, Notre Dame, uh, despite the loss to Cincinnati, has a 41-13 win against Wisconsin was, that is going to look awfully good at the end of the at season. What, at what point do we start talking about that as one of the best wins in college football this year? They blew them out at Soldier Field. The game was never close. It was on game day, I believe. Yeah. And... You know, they've looked like one of the better teams in the last couple weeks. They they beat Virginia yesterday 28-3. They blow, blow out Navy, who you, you you would say it's just Navy until you realize what Navy did against Cincinnati. Um, they, they beat UNC, who beat, beat, who ended Wake Forest's playoff hopes last week. And they're still going to play Stanford to beat Oregon. Yeah, that, that's true. And, and that'll, that'll be at Stanford, too. So, you know, they're going to finish the season 11-1. I was... Ta- I was Actually, quote tweeted your your boy Aaron Torres yesterday yeah. on Twitter and said, "This is one of the rare years where it actually hurts Notre Dame not to be playing in a conference championship." It does. I think eleven one could get them in, uh, but they don't have enough good wins. You know, they need some help. I told you. I told you right now, like they need an Oregon loss, which is very possible. They need a Cincinnati loss. They need either Ohio State or Michigan State to, or Michigan really to. I, sorry, they need Ohio State or Michigan State to run the table. Um. And then they kind of they kind of need Georgia to like beat Bama handily in the SEC championship. So, which is you know it's not out of the realm of possibility. I have, I have one more for you. Make the case for the Michigan Wolverines. Okay, um, this is going to sound crazy, and I kind of said this earlier, but I still think they're kind of better than Michigan State. And I know we like gave the playoff committee whatever last week about ranking them ahead of them, and Michigan State I think deserves to be ahead of them, but. Michigan is one of the six best teams in the country right now, and I believe that. They're, they beat Penn State. They beat Nebraska on the road. They killed Wisconsin at Wisconsin. I think this is a team that they're, they have a good shot of anybody to, to get to this playoff. They blew at Wisconsin. That's they did blow one. at Wisconsin. Blew and Wisconsin had a double-digit lead against Michigan State. That team they lost. Beat Penn State on the road. They, they're, you, they're right there. You know how many times Michigan's given up more than 20 points this season in the game? Twice. Twice. Yeah. All right, you have any more? You want to make one more? Or um, do you want to do a scenario? Yeah, let's do scenarios. All right, Lenny, give me one. Give me the scenario you gave earlier. Okay, I'll give. let me pull this up. I I'll, text, gi- I'll give one to you. I texted this to you last night. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Hypothetical situation. Okay. Since he loses a game, I don't care whether that's the SMU, East Carolina, or Houston. Let's say it's East Carolina, but then they beat Houston in the Big Ten Championship, or the American, American Championship. Championship. I wish since he played in the Big Ten. Um, yeah, they'd be like 7-5 and five right now. <laughs> Oregon loses to Utah. Which time? Get, you have to give me the order of these. Okay, hold on. Uh, so, since he loses to East Carolina, beats Houston okay. to win the American. Oregon loses next week to Utah. But wins the Pac-12. Okay, so similar to the Arizona State year. Georgia throttles Bama in the SEC championship. Okay. OSU beats Michigan State and Michigan. We'll say both are close. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State split. We'll say Oklahoma State wins the, wins the conference but loses to them in the regular in in rivalry week. So Oklahoma. So Oklahoma State wins the Big Twelve. Oklahoma State wins the Big Twelve, but they have two losses. Okay. Who's the four? And Notre Dame runs the Did table. Did Ohio State win the Big Ten? Yes. 
Okay, if you if Ohio State didn't win the Big Ten, Liddy, I think we just give Georgia the championship because that'd be like a bunch of two lost teams. Mm-hmm. Georgia one, Ohio State two, two, Notre Dame three, and who's four? Oklahoma State wouldn't have enough good wins. They'd have one against Oklahoma, who's not Baylor. Yeah. Um, Michigan has two losses. You said Michigan has two losses, but they're a non-division champ, and they lost to both so, Michigan so, State. So they Mich- lost to both Michigan State and Ohio so State. Michigan, it's not Michigan or Michigan State. I think it's Cincinnati. I think Houston. If they beat Houston, I think I, I think by default, oh, I agree I, with your first three. Them or two lost Pac-12 champion Oregon. It's one of those two. I think they put Bama in by default. <laughs> so it's so annoying. Let me give you one. Let's say Georgia runs the table. Ohio State loses to both Michigan and Michigan State, and then Michigan State goes on to beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. Okay. Michigan State runs the table. Yeah. Okay. Oregon wins the Pac-12. Oregon beats Utah twice. Okay. Oklahoma State wins out. Notre Dame wins out. And... I th- and Cincinnati finishes undefeated. Give me B- Bama loses to Georgia? Bama lost by 10 points to Georgia. Okay. So Georgia's one. Yep. Uh, w- one loss, Michigan State's your Big Ten champion. Yep. They're two. Um, you said Oregon runs the table? Yes. Scratch that. Oregon's two, Michigan State's three. Okay, I yep. know it doesn't really make a difference. but We get, we get to see cooler uni- uniforms for Oregon. Right? Yeah. Uh, so Oregon's two, Michigan State three. So then you're down to undefeated Cincinnati yep. is getting in over Notre Dame. Um, one Oklahoma, lost Michigan. One lost Michigan. And then one lost Oklahoma State. Uh, like, I'm not sure you're ready for this, but I think one lost Michigan's probably the fourth team. Wins against... I, I know. Ohio, Oklahoma, Ohio say State. what you want about Oklahoma State. Michigan beating Ohio State will, like, send this universe into a different planet. Could you imagine the reaction from the Cincinnati fans if they don't get in to a team that didn't even win their division? But, like, th- th- think about it, though. Like, Cincinnati, they, like, they did what they did. They won at Notre Dame. But, like, Michigan beating Ohio State, like, would... That's just, like... No one, no one expects that. Yeah. Like, I know I said earlier on the show that I think Michigan that, can't I beat them. I think this is the most fun like, scenario. Michigan doesn't beat, like, nobody expects Michigan to beat Ohio State until they actually do. Yeah. Well, it was the same. Oh, I don't even know what to compare it to. But, like, I feel like we've just seen this before where it's like, we don't think this is going to, it's like when Virginia won the national championship in basketball. Like, we don't expect Tony Bennett to pull through until he did. Or it's like, you can make so many examples for that mm-hmm. in sports. All right, uh, let's do a quick break. We'll talk some NFL. Let's start your Sunday, KCU 88.1 FM. Over the past year and a half, you may have spent more time with the youth in your life, but have you really been connecting? October is Let's Talk Month, so take this opportunity to connect with the young people in your life using Connect With Me, a free resource from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Head to health.mo.gov connect or follow us on social media for conversation starter cards, resources, and weekly activities. This message brought to you by the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. KCOU, we're just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU. KCOU. 
KCOU. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to KCOU 88.1 FM. This is Start Your Sunday. Harrison Batnick, Jonathan Litzke. Today is Sunday, November 14th, 2021. Liddy is bumping to the song right now. Great song. Unbelievable song. Is this better than Poker Face? Toss-up. Toss-up? Give me an answer. Poker Face or Just Dance? Because those are the two best Lady Gaga songs. Just Dance. Okay. I, I go poker face. I, I don't know if you seen- only you only did it because say poker face because of the scene from the Percy yes, Jackson movie. Yes, I was about to say that. We've had this conversation before. That, that scene is instilled in my brain. All right, good scene. Just dance. All right, let's get to the NFL stuff. Uh, inactives, actives just came out. Uh, some of the key ones. Let's hop into it. Uh, Chris Godwin is active for. Tampa Bay, Corey Davis active. Traded for him this week. Ramondre Stevenson active for New England. James Robinson for Jacksonville. Gronk is out today. Antonio Brown out. Jamal Williams. Wait, hold on. James Robinson is active or inactive? Active. Good. I'm playing. Alvin Kamara inactive. Curtis Samuel and Jonu Smith both inactive. Zach, Zach Moss for the Bills is also active. So those listening who need to set their fantasy lineups, there is your active, inactive update. Let's get to some of these NFL games. Big one. Let's start with the night game. Raiders, Chiefs. Essentially for the division at this point. First place in the division tonight, up for grabs in Vegas. They played a great game last year. Mahomes went down the field through a game-winning touchdown to Kelsey in the final seconds. Yeah, one kind of, of the better games of, of 2020. Forth. The Raiders have had basically had like the month from hell. The Henry Ruggs incident. The John Gruden situation. Uh, Damon Arnett, whatever he did. Everyone hates Mike Mayock. It's kind of been disastrous, but they're still in contention where they can win this division. Right now, they have the lowest odds, according to our book, to win that division. The team of the favorite right now? Plus 110, the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, do the Chiefs get it done tonight in Vegas, though? If the Chiefs lose this game, it's just going to be a d- disaster for, for that franchise. Like like you said, this Raiders team is a mess. They, they've dealt with all this stuff the past couple weeks. They I think like currently roster like one pick from the 2020 draft. I, I want to say that they've made. Like uh, Ruggs is yeah. gone, Arnett's gone. Remember they drafted uh, the guy from Kentucky, Lynn Bowden. They traded him before he could even start a game. Yeah, just crazy, t- terrible by their front front office. Um, despite all of that, I-, I think the Raiders win tonight. Um, I, I think this Chiefs team is going to be a mess. It, um, Derek Carr is a borderline top ten quarterback in the league and tends to always play well against the Chiefs for some some reason and. I think you're going to see much of the same t- same tonight. He he's excellent, and I think I think the Raiders get the win at well, home. Who are they throwing the ball to though? Deshaun Jackson think plays tonight. But I don't care. You could put David Campbell out there though, and against the Chiefs. <laughs> oh my God! Wide receiver tight, fullback <laughs> one. David Campbell, wide receiver one, tight end d- d- one. Whatever you want to do. D- David and I have like, 
I've been doing breakdown breakdowns on our TikTok of players from Marathon to March, and I told David I would do a breakdown one day of him eating canes. Canes, open. Um, I'm picking the Chiefs. I think it's the get-right game for them. I think they offensively figured it out in the fourth quarter against Green Bay. I think that first down, Mahomes was awful in that game, but the first down to Hill that clinched the game kind of seemed like a momentum swinger for their season. I think they have put up a huge game tonight offensively. Mahomes with a four-ish touchdowns. Four, I'll say four touchdowns in a 38-28 to 28 Chiefs win. Hmm. Wow. Kind of blowout there. You yeah, think. both control the whole game. Uh, big game at 4 o'clock, the return of both the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson for their teams, taking on at Lambeau Field every time the Packers and Chiefs or Packers and Seahawks have played since 2012. The home team has won. Does the trend continue today in Lambeau? Yes, it does. I still think the Packers are one of the best teams in the, in the league. I think they have as good a chance of anyone to win the NFC. Don't necessarily think they will, but they have absolutely good, good chance. Their defense is... Improved this year with the the way Devontae Campbell's playing and how they're they've just replaced Jair Alexander and, Z- and uh, Zadarius Smith when when they've been out. It's been, it's been unbelievable. They find ways to win. They'll do the same same, t- same today. Packers moved eight and two. Uh, I agree. I think Packers they're gonna pick on Seattle's weak defense. Uh, Rodgers back. Kind of I don't want to say angry Aaron Rodgers, but after what everyone's been saying him for the last couple weeks, rightfully so I should say. Uh, I think he's going to come out extra motivated, ready to go. Haven't had him with his full core of weapons in probably three weeks now because they had the game against Arizona where he didn't have Scantling or Adams or Lazard. I think now he has his full set of weapons against a weak Seattle defense, so we could see a big game for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think it's some pretty cool conditions in Lambeau, some snow on the ground this morning. I'll take the Packers, a little more low, scoring 27-14 to 14 over Seattle. Uh, big game at 1 o'clock, New England taking on Cleveland. Mm. Big for wildcard six. Patriots have won three, Chargers, Jets... Panthers, three in a row, right? Yeah. Patriots, Patriots have, are really good. Have won three in a row. The defense is playing great. No John Smith for them today. No Damian Harris. But for the Browns, they're that McKin- uh, McKinley, their linebacker, and running back one, Nick Chubb. Who do you got in this one? You know, I was I was thinking about this last night when I was making my four downs, and I'm, I'm ready to say it. I think the Patriots might be the second best team in the AFC. Yeah, that's I don't think that's true. They're, uh, not, they're not better than Buffalo. Uh, I, I think they might be, and. I think they beat the beat the Browns today. Continue the win streak into the game you're going to next week. Yeah, Thursday night in Atlanta. So, I, I think this Patriots team is very good. Mac Jones seems to get better every single every, every single week, and I think they have the, the pieces to beat this Browns team, who also I think is very good. Yeah, I think this comes down to Bill Belichick versus Baker Mayfield and the Patriots defense. Basically, a full strength. They had Trent Brown back today. He hasn't played since the opening drive of the season. He's one of the best left tackles in football, I think. Mm-hmm. Patriots full strength on the offensive line, even without the running back. They have good depth. Rodre Stevenson, the rookie, has been fantastic last couple weeks. He used their leading rusher and leading receiver in the win last week against the Carolina Panthers. I think the defense figures out Baker Mayfield, forces some turnovers. They're going to make him throw the ball, especially no Nick Chubb. Odell Beckham's not there anymore. They're going to make him beat him with Donovan Peoples-Jones and Jarvis Landry. I uh, expect a couple of interceptions today from the Patriots secondary. Uh, a little more low scoring. They get a win. 21-16 against Cleveland. The Patriots really wanted four at home this year. Yeah, they lost They're the undefeated on the road. Well, here are the losses. They lost to Miami week one when Damian Harris fumbled at the nine-yard line with the game on the line. They lost at home to Tampa when they had a 54-yard field goal, hit the upright. They lost an overtime and a back-and-forth game to Dallas, and they lost the game I went to against the Saints. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, speaking of those Saints, they're taking on Tennessee on the road today. No Alvin Kamara. Mark Ingram will get the start at running back for them. Tennessee has won four straight games, all as a dog. I have picked them in three of those four games. I missed them last week. My bad. I have been super high on these Titans this year. I think they are the best team in the <laughs> AFC. I have been saying it for a while. 
but they have no Derrick Henry for a while. Adrian Peterson, the, one of the great running backs of all time, will be leading their backfield. No Julio Jones. He's on injured reserve. Tannehill has been playing great. But the story of the team has surprisingly been their no-name defense. This, I'm not sure anyone can name five or six starters in a Tennessee defense, but somehow they have one of the best defenses in the league. Do they get it done today against Trevor Simeon and the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, their pass rush has been much better than expected this year. And, you know, looking at this spread with all the pieces the Saints have have out, like they're playing with a backup quarterback. They have, they're have they missing a top-five running back in football. Their receiving core is still awful. Yeah. And they're only three-point dogs somehow. It's interesting. Um, that makes me think system outweighs the parts. And even with that being said, I think the Titans win a, win a close one today. But... You, you know, this, the Saints, it really, it seems like it doesn't really matter who they put out there at quarterback. Their system is just so good that they make it work. You saw what they do with Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. It, when, when Breeze was hurt or he was out, like, they didn't really have much of an issue. So uh, I think you're going to see much of the same today, but the Titans win a close one. Uh, I have Titans by touchdown, 31-24. I got to score the Mizzou, uh, Van, or Mizzou, can, who they play yesterday? Mizzou, South Carolina score exactly right yesterday. Uh, so hopefully one of these scores will get right, too. 31-24 Titans get it done at home against New Orleans. Give me a winner, Bills-Jets. Uh, Bills, they, they'll bounce back today. Bills, closer than the experts. 13 today. points is a lot of points yeah, for a team I that have, literally scored six Bills against by, Jacksonville. Bills by four, 34-30. Uh, Bucks uh, versus Washington. Tampa lost going into the bye against New Orleans. Uh, Washington has given up the most passing yards per game in the league. They're playing the quarterback who has the most passing yards in the league, Tom Brady. Uh, do the Bucks get right against Washington? So... Me and my friends do a, dr- a dr- uh, draft every year around like midseason in the NFL. It's yeah. me, me and two other friends. And what we do is we put names in a hat, we pick the names out of the hat, and that determines the order, and then we pick Super Bowl winners. Okay. And I had the, th- the thir- third pick this year out of three and, took- and got the Bucks. I, I would go like Rams, Bills? So, huh? With Rams and Bills the first two The picks? Rams was the first pick. Cardinals. Second pick was... Uh, who was it? Hold on. Um, how, do they, how do the Cardinals or Packers? Give, give me one second. I'll find maybe the, Maybe the Bills. No way it's the Titans. Rams, Bills. Okay. That's okay. Those were the first two. And then I got Tampa. So doing that draft really like made me sit down and think about it. Tampa's the best team in the league right now. And like I'm not going to say it's by a wide margin, thing like that. But they have an unbelievable roster and a top three quarterback in the league right now in Tom top, Brady. Top one. So top one I, I know you have... Your opinion. Top one quarterback. So, so does no Jake. One, who, who is, who's one? He's, I'll say this. He's been the best quarterback in the league this year. That's all that I care this about. This year. All I care about is this year. This year, he's been the best quarterback in the league. And he's the front runner for MVP right now. Yeah. It, it really just made me think about it. The Bucks are the best team in the league right now. Yeah. They're going to blow out Washington today. They agree. I have them minus uh, three and a half in a teaser. I think they cover that easily. Tepe by two touchdowns, 35-21. Uh, Falcons-Cowboys, they played a great game last year. Yeah, uh, the, the, the watermelon onside kick. Uh, Dak Prescott, awful game last week against Denver. I think they get back right today. I think they kind of fell asleep against Denver. They were due for one of those games. Doesn't really change my outlook on them. Atlanta, they've been playing better football. They're 4-4 four and four right now. Yeah, they, have a, they took advantage of the league's worst schedule so far. Yeah, they had a win in New Orleans last week, a comeback win at the Superdome. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys today. Close, though. Yeah, I, I can see this being a close game. I have Cowboys by a field goal, 34-33. I'll take them by. I'll take them by a touchdown, but it's close for most of the game. I think you like this Atlanta team. I don't necessarily like them. I love Kyle Pitts. You want we, a Kyle we, Pitts jersey? On we know Thursday? that the Kyle Pitts. My Kyle Pitts jersey is currently on the way oh. to my house. So 
by, by some miracle, DHK gets it there in five days. I will have it for Thanksgiving break. I hope you have it for Thursday. Um, yeah, I hope so. Um, considering I won't be home, I don't think that's possible. But um, I'll take the Cowboys by a touchdown. This Atlanta team, like, this is the exact scenario this Atlanta team wanted. They have yep. the they have the league's worst How do they schedule. Lose to the Panthers. They have the league's worst schedule coming into the year, and they take they're taking advantage of it. To, to, like in what universe is this Falcons team three and one on the road? This team never wins on the road. They play bad teams. They get New England on Thursday. Like they they have better teams coming up. And with they really play Tennessee with really no clear six seven right now in, in it's great. Well, New Orleans is, but they beat New Orleans. But and New Orleans is playing with a backup quarterback for the rest of the season. Yeah. So basically, um, this Atlanta team—they're very much in the playoff mix, and as long as they keep winning the games that they they should win, they'll be in it the whole way. All right, quickly, Jaguars, Colts, Colts by a lot. I still think this Colts team makes the playoffs and maybe even wins a playoff game. Yeah, uh, it's a tough AFC. I have Colts by eleven. Uh, Lions at Steelers, Mason Rudolph for Pittsburgh. Uh it won't matter. Pittsburgh's not losing to them at home. Panthers at I have um. I'll the go Steelers are quietly going to go to six and three. Pittsburgh close. Uh, Panthers at Cardinals probably Colt McCoy again. Uh, it won't, again, backup quarterback won't matter in this one. The Panthers, Two backup quarterbacks. The Panthers are awful. Oh, I want to see Cam at some point today. The, wait, hold on. You said the Panthers are playing with a backup quarterback? Oh, yes. No, sorry. They're starting. I was going to say, Walker. Sam Darnold's their backup quarterback. That guy is so bad. <laughs> uh, I have Cardinals. I, no, never mind. Panthers upset. P.J. Walker pulls off the upset today. Wow. Uh, I, it's Colt McCoy is not putting together back-to-back big that, games. That is, by the way, still my worst take of the NFL. This 24-20 Panthers. That Sam Darnold would be good. Uh, Vikings, and he was good the first three Vikings, weeks. Chargers. Oh man, the, the Vikings really need this one. I think they're gonna. I think they've lost so many close games. This is the week they break through. Uh, I Patriots kind of need a Vikings win today to help out their resume or their playoff chase. <laughs> uh, shout out David Campbell. Vikings win it last second field goal from Greg Joseph. 27-26 Vikings. Hmm. The kick probably hit like three uprights and then go in. Just that's how Vikings fans <laughs> have to deal yeah. with it. Eagles at Broncos. Oh Denver, Denver. Playing better last week makes me want to take them, and I, I think I will. It's tough to go to, to that elevation and win. Uh, I'll, I'll take Denver really close, uh, like low-scoring game, like tw- like twenty to seventeen. I'll go twenty-one twenty Denver. I think it's low-scoring. Bridgewater makes a couple of big plays late. I don't trust Jalen Hurts in that situation. Yeah, I need this one, this Broncos win for my Eagles bet. Uh, Rams Niners throw night. I think Odell will play. Ah, uh, ooh, I, I forgot about that one. I think the Rams bounce back in this one. So I, I know Jake likes the likes the Niners. Well, that's why Jake has the worst record among TWSN pickers. <laughs> um, Sorry. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, Rams bounce back. They're still one of the elite teams in the league. I agree. Rams by two touchdowns. The Niners are awful. Kyle Shanahan should be a head coach in college next year. Actually, never mind. He can't recruit. <laughs> Shout out Dieter Curtin back on that. Uh, Rams 4-1 on Monday night in the McVay era. Let's go four downs. Uh, let me, Liddy, go eat first. Okay. Uh, I kept it simple this week until the last question. Okay. So, all right, first down. Which team is more desperately in need of a win today? The three-win Vikings or the three-win Seahawks? Three-win Vikings. Their, their game is more winnable. Okay. Second down. How many passing yards? They, they played an unbelievable game on Sunday night last year. How many passing yards do Derek Carr and Patrick Mahomes combine? 721. Wow. Third down. Who is, has the better chance to win their division? The Browns or the Patriots? Browns. Fourth down. Oh boy. Gonna have to think about this one, Harry. Unless you already have an answer prepared. Not since. Do you believe in the Manning cast curse and why? Yes. I, I'm a super superstitious. 
I believe in the Manning cast curse. Who's on? Have they announced who's on? I have no idea. Uh, I believe in the curse because... The it, Josh Allen thing last week really that, got, that got me going. He scored six points against Jacksonville. Who who was on last week? There was no there's no one last week. Okay. So no one's cursed today. All right, Lenny, you ready for your most wild four downs of the year? Yes, I am. First down, give me Odell Beckham's stat line tomorrow night versus the, for the Rams. Uh, they're without Robert Woods for the rest of the year. I'll go six catches for 55 yards, no touchdowns. Second down, the Cowboys and Packers can both take major strides in taking a near five-game lead in their division today. Which one should be more worried about an upset at home? Um, I'll, I'll go Green Bay should be more worried seems, with Russell Wilson Seems back. easy, right? Normal four downs? Buckle up. Third down, Liddy. Do you know the number one song on Spotify on Apple Music right now? I have no idea. It's All Too Well from Taylor Swift. Okay. Lid, there's a line in the song that says, Running scared, I was there. Which running back is be running the least scared or have the most yards versus a top five run defense today? Antonio Gibson playing uh, Tampa. Tampa, Ramondre Stevenson against Cleveland, Adrian Peterson against the Saints, or Michael Carter against Buffalo? Michael Carter against Buffalo. Fourth down, against the Bengals two weeks ago, Mike White threw for 405 yards. The last time a Jets quarterback had two 400-yard games in a season was 1986. Liddy, do you know who won the Heisman in 1986? I don't. Vinny Testaverde with the University of Miami, <laughs> who also has 200, two 400-yard games with the New York Jets. Does Mike White throw for 400 yards today? They play Buffalo. No, he does not. That's not the answer I wanted, but okay. Oh, that's four downs. Uh, give me a breakout player. That third down one was... Yeah, that was something else. Uh, breakout player. How did you like think of these last night? Uh, that's an answer I can't say on here. Third, uh, give me your breakout player today. Um, okay. I, I guess I'll give you my breakout player for today. Let's go non-quarterbacks this week. We did quarterbacks, I think, two weeks ago. Let, let me find one. Um, I'll go... You know what? I hyped up the Patriots on this show. I'll go Jacoby Myers. I'm going also receiver. DJ Moore against the Cardinals. He's going to have a big game with P.J. Walker, quarterback. Not that <laughs> fraud Sam Darnold. Well, he's be a great career backup next year for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah, I'll be Open backing our... up to Wayne Haskins probably. <laughs> all right. I think that's all. Anything else to add on? No. no, no nothing. Uh, enjoy your Sunday, everyone. College football next week. Next week, Zoom only show. I'll be live. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it probably Saturday Spotify, night. Spotify, start your Sunday. Follow me on Twitter at Harrison Vatnick. Liddy at Liddy, a bunch of numbers. 12, 12, 12. It's not why, a bunch of numbers. Just, why don't you just make it something normal, man? I don't know. It's lazy. What, what do you want me to do? At Jonathan underscore Litskin. Fine, I'll change it. Okay, <laughs> fine.